Welcome back to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. That was our last guest, Pera Barrett, um, under his musician name, rapper name, whatever you call it, Perceive. Um, my name's Sadie, but I'm not doing this half. This half is Perrine. Kia ora, everyone. Um, yes, in the studio with us this evening, we have Mario Masters of the Berenpore Centennial Community Centre. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Oh, since you've started with that, shall we just go into a little bit of? Um, can you just tell us, aside from your work and stuff, um, you said before that you'd moved to Wellington quite recently. No. Oh, I thought you said when you came to Wellington. Okay, but you did give us a Cook Island greeting. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been in Wellington your whole life? 25 years, 20, around 25 plus years, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, and so you are the coordinator at the Centennial Community Centre yes. in Berenpore. Yep. For those people who are listening who haven't been to the centre before, can you, do you have like a, could you give us a physical description of how you find the centre and what it looks like? And okay, so if you're heading towards Island Bay, you'll come down to the BP Berenpo on Adelaide Road. Uh, you'll go through a second set of traffic lights going uh, straight along Adelaide Road towards the parade. On the left-hand side, the first bus stop, there is a white housing New Zealand complex in the long driveway to the right of me, or to the on. To the right, <laughs> there is a round room, and that round room is the community centre in the middle of a housing New Zealand complex. So it's a big white round room in yes. the middle of a housing New Zealand complex. It is. That's a cool, I mean, <laughs> it's a cool um, setup. Um, how did, so this is part of, it's a community centre, but it's part of the Housing New Zealand development, and it's also got connections to the school and yes, yes. Um, and to the city council. Yes, it is. So it's a three-way partnership with Housing New Zealand, Wellington City Council, and Berenpo School. Housing New Zealand, or oh, as of today, uh, Kainaora. Ah. Oh. Yes. Um, Kainaora uh, provides the building space and uh, repairs and maintenance. Uh, Wellington City Council, being local government, uh, provides uh, funding to Berenpo School. And Berenpo School, being within the community, employed me uh, for 25 hours a week to be the coordinator of the community centre. Yeah. It's the first of its kind in New Zealand. Right. Um, and... So you were there 25 hours a week. Yes. What are the main kinds of things that you do in your week? What kind of services are offered there? And um, <laughs> I'm starting too broad, aren't I? <laughs> um, the purpose of the role was to manage the centre space, uh, take care of the building and the facilities that it provides, as well as connect um, Berenpore community to the community centre. So it's not just for the Housing New Zealand tenants as well as the Wellington City Council tenants. It's for the whole community of Berenpore. The um, the fact that there wasn't a community centre in Berenpore, there was a um, one on the corner of Chilka and Adelaide Road for many years until that, that service no longer became available. 
Um, they were renovating Centennial Apartments um, back in 2015 and the discovery of the history went back to the community consultation. The discovery of the history of the previous... Yep, of the whole uh, complex, the whole development. So oh, okay. in 1938, the construction started. 1940s, the round room was actually a community room. The caretaker lived above in a, in a bed sit. Um, and in the 1980s, it was converted into a three-bedroom. So um, a Samoan family had lived there for 20-plus years. Wow. And then in 2015, they did a renovation of the whole complex. And then 2016, it was officially opened as a community centre because of the discovery of its history. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. And are the families still around? or? Uh, yes, some of the families <laughs> are still, still around. And I've had them be part of the... Uh, actual opening, I've invited them through. Uh, there was a plan to have a uh, anniversary wedding celebration from the family member, but still waiting for them all to come back. But they're still in the community. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with your um, 25 hours a week there, it looks like there are lots of things on. You know, you've got your Monday yoga or your Tai Chi or your... Um, there was some, when I was looking at your schedule, I saw you had Hula Fix on there, was it yes. Tuesday nights, I think? <laughs> we, yeah. What's that one? Hula Fix is Linda Va'a, and uh, she's a vibrant, energetic, tiny little uh, Samoan lady who will now be doing the Hula Fix classes at the Cook Island Society Hall in the school term on a Wednesday evening. Um, our centre space live is above a tenant, and the, the, the island beats and the drums and the loud music <laughs> um, created complaints. Right, so, so you need that synergy yeah. with the community working together. Well, with the tenants, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it is in their front yard. It yeah. is in their space. So a, a mutual... Uh, type of respect is required. Yes, yeah. okay, yes, I can imagine. Yes. Um, so you, okay, so you had Hulafix and from now on it will be at the Cook yep. Island Centre. Um, what about indoor bowls? That sounded like a bit of a riot. <laughs> indoor bowls. How does that work? <laughs> oh, that's been there since the beginning of the centre opening. Um, it, it's a, a social group of friends so um, my friend Jeff Richards basically came and approached me because St Cuthbert's was demolished. It was The section was bought by a private developer and they were there for many years as well. So they wanted to um, form the group again. They wanted to have a permanent space and I welcomed them and gave them a permanent day. So from Wednesday from 10 till 1.30, they have morning tea, they play indoor bowls, 12 o'clock is a shared lunch, so they come with a sandwich, and then 1 o'clock they just continue right through to 1.30. So happy bunch of uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I I call it the Widows Club because the majority of the uh, attendees are a woman, 65-plus woman, who have lost their husbands. And Jeff is still there for all of them. Yeah, Yeah. and is that... I won't get. I won't get into that one. <laughs> is there? Um, is that open to anyone in the public, or is everyone that... can okay. attend? So it's only two dollars. That just you know, that's their little core towards the centre and the space. Um, a shared lunch and a whole lot of conversation, a bit of competitiveness. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, and so a number of other groups use the space, and they use it for. I mean, I've heard about things like 
birthday parties. Yes. There's lots of yoga classes. There is. You had a, um, a debate there recently, didn't you, for the uh, elections? Meet the candidates, yes. Yeah. Okay. So Berenpore Community Association was formed in 2016 by myself as one of the um, goals to achieve um, in the first year. So in the six-month time frame, I had done public meetings, organised this whole formation of the Berenpore Community Association, and then in October in 2016, I handed it to the community and said, you run with it, you organise it, I will support you with the centre space. So they're still going, they're very limited numbers, but passionate people to just keep Berenpore going, uh, beautifying Berenpore, keeping everyone connected and, you know, the odd um, working bees in our community spaces. So, yeah, great bunch of people as well. Yeah, I bet you meet a lot of people in your... <laughs> You, I do. Listeners should see her face. <laughs> this one, um, right? So you meet a lot of people. Do people just come and pop into the centre? Is that encouraged, or is that absolutely, yeah. absolutely? So it, it's still quite new. It's three years, eight months. I've had the job, so it's it's still quite new. But people are starting to recognise that it's quite hidden. It's still very modern. It's the Art Deco and the Heritage Status Building um, one that we have that Housing New Zealand has on this building. There's not very much room that we can do on the outside, but the renovation and the interior was is just absolutely lovely. So I have a bright green, and I just keep keeping that bright green green. <laughs> Wait, what's the green? On the carpet. Oh, right, yes. Yes. Very nice carpets yes. in there. So it's a great <laughs> space for uh, a lot of yogis, especially the instructors. I had, um, in the first year, at least seven to eight, nine yoga instructors that wanted to come into the space. Yeah. So I had to juggle what was going to work, where was the most numbers, and the community said which ones they wanted. Yeah, right. So Saturday had dropped for a period of time, but they wanted it back, so I had to get another instructor. So thank you, lovely Zelda from <laughs> Iron Bay. <laughs> um, and so we've just kept the, those classes going. So, yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. Can you tell us what is kind of... Um, what you enjoy the most about your job there? Well, that's uh, revealing too much of the secrets. <laughs> I have a fantastic job. I work on my own. I have a great office by myself that I share with services like House New Zealand. Um, the Wellington Community Law uses my space. Um, intensive managers from Housing New Zealand having private conversations with their tenants as well. So oh, wow. my office can be used for those reasons. Um, every day I come in and I thank God for the life that I have and bless them for the many challenges I'm going to face for the day. Um, but every day is a different day. So many people have all turned around and said, when are you going to quit? Mm. We want your job. So <laughs> it's connecting with communities. It's not just the community centre space itself. It's not just the housing New Zealand tenants and all the other social developments or complexes in Berenpore. It's connecting with the community of Berenpore and the suburbs. So Island Bay and Newtown are part of us. Um, we just want our own sense of identity mm. that, come to our little space, it's Berenpore. You know, we've got a fantastic school that the role just keeps increasing all the time. And, yeah, you know, everybody looks after everybody, mm. one way or another. Yeah, so you're a Berenpore local? I used to be a 14 years. <laughs> I lived in a home uh, with my family and then uh, moved to Newtown. So I've been in Newtown for the last three years. Right. Yeah, it just happened, everything happened in 2016 yeah. for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm still walking. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
bit of distance between your home and your work can be a good thing sometimes. I'm glad that it did. <laughs> it helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet. Um, and on that note, um, what are the kind of the challenging parts of your work there? Well, social housing <laughs> complex is challenging all on its own. Uh, you've got different nationalities, uh, you've got different social issues, you've got different health needs. Um, everybody's struggling one way or another, with a roof or not. Um, but, you know, I do a lot of things for free. Yeah. I give a lot of things with no attachment, with no, um, I want something out of this. Everything I get given was for free, and I am prepared to give everything else away for free. Nobody needs to steal from me. Right. Um, <laughs> it is there by just asking. You know, yeah. I help the tenants with uh, coffee, sugar, tea bags, or, you know, I have a tenant that comes down from another complex every day for a cup of tea. I know he's got no fridge. I know he's got no jug. So, you know, to me, it's like no judgment. Come and yeah. help yourself. That sounds like a, I mean, yeah, a hard part of the role, but also potentially quite a nice one. It can be. It, it's, yeah. you, you just learn to be grateful and appreciate your own life. Um, I look at my children and I think sometimes we need to be grateful for what we've got, considering there's only $11 left in the bank. You know, there's so many other lives, so many other people, so many other disabilities we could have had, but we don't. Mm. Um, my younger children are quite fortunate that I am working a little bit more, um, that I know how to budget because I've being that parent that struggled as a single mum, still a single mum, but I'm a working single mum. Mm. So, you know, and life doesn't stop because I want to be angry at somebody for how it's sort of worked out for me. It's like, what am I going to do today? Something else great's going to happen today. I am blessed. So these are the positive things that I tell myself. Yeah. If it's really bad, I need five, ten minutes to myself, and I hug my babies. You know, it's just a simple hug. It's for free. I'm happy to hug everyone. <laughs> Sometimes that can be creepy. <laughs> Just another service from the Barron Bar Centennial Community Centre. Just me. <laughs> um, and you have touched on this a bit already, but... Um, just wondering if you could go a bit more into why you think services like this, like having a community centre in each community, no matter how small it is, yeah. um, being present there. Having the physical presence there gave the tenants a sense of somebody's going to be around anyway. There was a miscommunication on my actual role within Housing New Zealand, so I'm official but unofficial. Um, you know, things just got sent to Housing New Zealand quite quickly instead of going through the 0800 number. But there's a process with the 0800 number. Um, a complex within the Housing New Zealand community space um, is going to be rolled out with uh, Rolleston's development. Um, I know that Carol Comber from Mount Cook Mobiliser has started her job as a coordinator in Timara. Um, complex, which is the old Arlington oh, flats right, yeah. as well. So, you know, good luck for her in the new role. So everyone's just sort of coming into the role of a community centre coordinator, unaware. I had no policies. I had just a building. I had nothing else to go by. 
I created something out of nothing and I've made it work for the last three years. I can see Housing New Zealand and Council are happy about that, the community's happy that the space is there and that there's someone physically there taking care of the space. We've got a overhead projector that's accessible for the community. We've got a PA system. We've got a barbecue attached to the centre. Mm. So, you know, these are things people are not aware of, but I can just about access anything if you ask. <laughs> resourceful. Very resourceful. That's how I got the job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're just about out of time for the day, but I'm um, just wondering if you can share with us any um, highlights coming up or any big events, anything you see happening over the next coming months or years even, since you're planning on sticking around for a while? <laughs> um, the next, uh, we've had, since the centre's been open, we'll be having another Christmas event um, on the 11th of December. It's the last week of school and it's on a Wednesday. So I encourage people, if you don't live in the area but you're in the area, pop in, you know, say hello and be part of the whole atmosphere. Um, I'm working with Mornington Golf Club to do a an event. Um, all will be revealed. That's <laughs> on Saturday the 9th of November, so that's at Mornington Golf Club and there's a collective that's going to be part of organising and running that, so I'll definitely let you know. Okay, yes, yeah. and people can also follow the Centennial Centre's yes, Facebook yes. page. Yep, we're on a Facebook page. Um, it's a long name. It's Berenpool Centennial Community Centre, comma, Wellington, comma, NZ, because there's Berenpool in India. Right. So <laughs> had to sort of narrow it down a little yes. bit more. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about the centre. Thank you for inviting me. It was down at home, Joe's barn. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.